Let's go. I'm a bulldog. What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday evening, Dog Nation. I'm Jeff Sintel. As you know by now, we have our regular Wednesday night thing where we get down. We call it Before the Hedges, where we talk Georgia recruiting. We talk all things Georgia football. We even talk haircuts, whatever we can get into it right now. And as you saw in the uh, teaser that scrawled across your uh, screens, we got Lavoisier Carroll, four-star running back, uh, Northeast Georgia, uh, Warrington, Warren County, now at IMG Academy. He's in the house right there. Uh, first and foremost, from everybody here at Dog Nation and everybody on our feeds, let's all give you a let's all give a big welcome for Lavoisier Carroll. Lavoisier, what's hanging, man? What's going on right now in uh, Warrington? I mean, what well, right now it's it's laid back, but I ain't in one. I'm at my cousin's house in um, Thompson. So I'm just chilling right now. Thompson, Thompson is a great place for high school football. If anybody's, I'm sure you went to the Brickyard and watched a game or two growing up, right? Yeah, I went to a couple. So, so Lavoisier, well, first of all, man, I guess the thing, I, I guess it's on everybody's mind is, you know, like, what do you, how do you kind of stay sharp and stay on your grind right now through all this, man? What's it been like for you? Do you have some unique training regimen that you do to, you do to stay sharp? You got a big hill you run up and down? Well, really, I got like I live in like a big neighborhood, so I like run around the neighborhood probably like two miles. Then I then I got like bring my homeboys out and we'll go on the field and like you know just get some work in one on ones or like drill footwork, get on the ladder, just stay in shape. How much you been doing uh, pass scale wise? Just catching the ball is that some part of your game you've been working on a little bit? Yeah, that's probably like the main. That's probably like what I really do the most. So, Lavashi, I guess, you know, a couple things that going through your mind is I wonder, like, what's recruiting still like for you? I mean, I see sometimes you flip edits out, pretty cool edits, actually, from other schools. Are other schools still trying to, to knock on the door a little bit with this Georgia commitment? What's that like for you right now? I mean, um, schools still trying to, like, you know, change. Somehow we still, got, like, got time to flip you or whatever like that. But, like, really, it done dialed down. Are you basically trying to, uh, you know, talk to the Georgia coaches a lot? What's that like? Do you, do you talk with Coach McGee maybe once a week or something like that? What's that like? Yeah, me and Coach McGee talk a lot. You know, we just he just hit me up, asked me what I'm doing and stuff like that. Like, you know, just keep in contact during this quarantine time. Have you? How would you say? Um, you know, I think I think it was interesting. Kind of the big news of the week, man, was it seems like the Georgia commitments. I don't know whether you guys figured that out and text message thread or or not but it it seemed like you guys decided to start doing some recruiting this week can you can you tell me a little bit about the push for big uh i guess what broader brock called it monster mems or something like that what was that like how you guys formulated that strategy and synergy to get that edit out to him i mean well we had a group chat and like we had a group chat we were talking about and they sent us an edit so we were like we all gonna tweet it out and try to get him, and, like, we're going to start doing some more recruits like that because, you know, the 2020 class, we're trying to, like, bring, like, everybody in. Like, we're trying to have no more recruiting class when it comes down to it. I guess most people looked at it, Lavoisier, and they were basically like, well, if the coaches can't recruit on the road, I guess the, the, the commitments can help them out a little bit with – you know, that was unique. You know, I've been covering Georgia recruiting for more than a minute, Lavoisier, and, I mean, I've never seen that kind of like the teamwork there in terms of – the recruits and the commitments were trying to, you know, I think between the first time it went out, it was like 30 minutes and all five of you had retweeted it or tweeted it and something like that. And 
I don't think I don't think Amarius ever retweeted at all, or at least sent it out initially. What was that like seeing all that come together amongst your teammates? I mean, it it felt good because you know, like it's like we all come together and like you know, working as a team, like to get more people on board with us. So we go ahead and get the thing started. So like when we get in, like you know, like we already on board. What would that? What would he be like for Amarius Mims, man? I mean, what would it be like if you guys could add him to the class? I mean, he's he's big, he's powerful. What's your sense of what he could bring to the class? I mean, he could bring a lot to the class. I'm pretty sure he could bring some more recruit on um, recruits to the class. I know he like he know a lot of people, so like they see him commit, like oh, let let me go join this with these boys. So like we need him. I would love to have him. If I say, do you ever do you ever think at night, maybe when you're running, you're getting on the leather when you're working out. And you think about what it would be like to run behind a guy like not only Mims, but Micah and then also Terrence Ferguson and Dylan Fairchild. Have you ever thought about it, what it would be like to run behind dudes like that? Yeah, I'd be thinking about like, man, like pretty sure me, me personally, because I ain't like I ain't like a real big bat. I like I'd be thinking like, oh, I can hide behind them all the time. What do you think about, uh, you know, it's been a minute. It's been a couple of minutes. How much did you think? uh this process and the quarantine kind of accelerated your commitment because I want everybody to know that story because you were basically planning to commit much later in the year, but then you well, just decided the time felt right. Why was that right for you? I mean, honestly, yeah, like I said, I was planning on commit August 6th, but then, like, for some reason, like, I was just talking to my mom and we were just talking about, like, the situation and stuff like that. And we just came up with the idea, like, go ahead and commit early, just go ahead and get out of the way. Because I want to commit before my senior season, so I won't have to, like, worry about, like, all the coaches and stuff like that and just focus on my senior season. So we just, like, came to a conclusion, going to commit early. Feel right now? Does that still feel like the best decision for you? How does it feel like a couple couple months afterward now? I mean, it feels great. Like, it feels great. I always want to play for my hometown, actually. <laughs> I actually committed to them, but it's just, like, it wasn't public. So you were a silent commitment for a time. Yeah, so I was silent commit. I wanted to make sure it was right before me, but like since the quarantine, all this stuff got going. I just went ahead and announced it. What did? Uh, how did Dell McGee kind of tell you about? Maybe how did he describe how you were a fit, a good fit for this class, and maybe this different Todd Munkin type offense now? I mean, honestly, I felt like he's like he's he was saying like it was great because like I fit in with the passing and the running game, so like that's a bit like key to Georgia because like you know they like to get their bats in space. We'll match up with linebackers and stuff like that. And he knew I can do it. So, it, like, it was great. Lavassier, how about uh, when you when you look at, you know, what this, what this stuff has been like in terms of, you know, the quarantine and what you can and can't do? I wonder what you're thinking about. When can you go back to IMG? When do you think you'll have a chance to start balling again and doing what you do? Honestly, hopefully it's soon. I don't know, like, too much about it, but, like, honestly, it killed me, like, you know, not being able to play football again, like, right now. Hopefully, like, you know, I'll, they get this stuff under control and I can have my senior season back. What's the height and weight look like now, say what, what do you want to get to and work toward? Well, I'm 6'1", 190, um, 200. I'm trying to get, like, 6, um, like, to sing, um, stay 6'1", probably, like, 210, 205, coming to college. What do you think about uh, – you know, you can work on your speed. What's the what's? Yeah, you know, I used to be a hundred guy. Take me back a couple of years, Levasier. What was when you were freshman, sophomore in Warren County? How fast were you clocking the hundreds right now? And how fast do you think you could time right now? Well, my ninth grade year, like in state, I clocked at like a ten eight, 
And like my uh, sophomore season, I clocked at like a ten three five. So right now, I probably clock at like ten three five, ten three. I mean ten two. It's pretty normal. I just need to get my like my like coming out of block. If I get my block start right, it'll be a solid ten flat. So guess maybe some things to know about Lavoisier. Uh, Lavoisier, I think is the number eight running back in the country on the composite. Curious, Lavoisier, do you even pay attention to stuff like that? Do you even know what your rated still or is that a, kind of in your tail lights right now? I mean, I look at it, but honestly, it don't matter. Like, if you can play, you can play. If you can ball, you can ball. So, like, I only look at the rankings. Levasi, I think you mentioned that some of the coaches, you've gotten some edits where you said, it, you know, Marius was one guy, and I think Shmile London was another guy. Who are the other guys that you've been instructed maybe that the class needs that you guys would really want to work on and add to the class? Well, honestly, I'm trying to get my um, my man J.C. Lampton from IMG, the offensive lineman. I would love to have him run behind him. It's a big kid, man. He uh, some sometimes they were projecting him as like an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman coming out of Wisconsin. How do uh, you think a guy like that could help Georgia? And has he talked to you at all about Georgia yet? I mean, we talked about. Well, I was talking to him the other day about it. He was like, he'll see. Like he really didn't uh, really say much to it. But like, I think he's gonna stay the offensive lineman, the defensive lineman. What is he like six eight? Who's bigger, him or Tyler Booker, man? Oh, Two of those J- guys, both. JC bigger. JC's bigger. How big is he? He probably like six, six, probably like three hundred, probably probably more than that. And what? How big is Tyler? Because Tyler's a huge human being, man. Tyler probably like six, four, six, five. And he's a twenty twenty two guy, right? Yes, sir. Uh, now, see, I think it's very interesting for you to, uh, you know, people always wonder what takes a guy to, what makes a guy want to go to IMG. IMG. I think it's always one of the better parts of your story, how. Man, you were from a small town where, you know, not a lot of football tradition, not a lot of history. Mm-hmm. And you saw basically an avenue to go get developed every day. Why was that the right decision for you? And why did you initially feel it was the right thing for you to go to IMG? Well, like the first where I really, I based it off like, you know, it's college while like preparing for college. So like it really got me prepared for college. Cause like if I was staying in Warrington, like honestly, college, I probably was struggling my like my first year in college. But, like, also, I want to, like, play, like, the best competition in the world. Like, I want to compete at the highest level of college, um, high school football. If I see, I got a funny – not a funny question, but I thought it was touching. You know, you, I'm sure you're at a point now where you try to always think about and look for those reassurances about, hey, was that the right school for me? Do I still love where you're committed to? Uh, I thought when you tweeted out something the other day, I think it was a picture of your great grandmother in a Georgia cup. Why, why did you do that, and what does that what does that lady mean to you? I mean, well, once I I think I committed like two days uh, two days ago before I did that. Then I seen her there, so I was like, oh yeah, she repping Georgia Bulldog. But she mean a lot to me. It like she mean everything to me. Like my great grandma mean everything to me. Like she the like bigger key to our family. So like if it wasn't for her, none of that would be here. So like she everything. What's her name? Oh, uh, Ellen Greer. Ellen Greer, and I guess she's a big Georgia fan, right? Yes, she is. Go dogs! <laughs> and I guess part of that is you want to play somewhere where she can come see you one day. Is that part of that? Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, when you, uh, Lavasse, when you think about uh, man, is there anything you miss the most out of your training and everything, and going to school and being a normal kid? I'm sure you never imagined your your senior year would look quite like this. Well, honestly, I miss, like, honestly, like, I just be thinking, I like, I'm like, I miss Brentford Check. I miss all that. Really being with my teammates, my brothers. 
But I say, okay, what's your what's your thoughts on your uh, on your decision? Are you still going to take officials to Georgia and other schools? What do you yeah, think still- right there? I still plan on like taking my official to like on other school just to make sure like I'm doing the right decision. But for right now, I know I'm doing like I made the right decision. To commit to UJ. Can you imagine what it would be like to be uncommitted right now? Every school coming up to me. I mean, wouldn't that be difficult and different? You know, in this time where you kind of got your spot kind of filled in right now at Georgia with a program with such great running back history, but man. If you were kind of a free agent like everybody else out there, I think I saw a stat, Lavoisier, where there's probably there's twice as many guys that have committed during Corona by this point, May the seventh, mm-hmm. as as basically were committed the previous two cycles through this part of May. Almost twice as many if you added 2018 and 2019. Those classes, you got to put both of those together to see as many guys that are committed right now. Mm-hmm. That's got to be a difficult time for a lot of guys. Have you talked to any of your friends about, you know, what this has been like, you know, trying to make sure you have a spot when there's no visits likely, no summer camps likely? It's got to be a different time for a lot of you guys. I mean, honestly, like, we really didn't talk about it. I never thought it was going to happen, so it really was shocking to me. Like, so, like, I just – it's just like you got to adapt to the situation. Mm. Interesting. Uh, uh, Levasse, what do you think about the Georgia offense from what you've seen of it from – Todd Munkin and Coach McGee and Coach Smart, when they've told you about it, uh, how do you think it'll be different under this new coordinator? Well, honestly, I think, like, it's going to be more, like, passing involved in it. Get the ball out in space? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Lavasia, can you remember what it was like when you committed to Dell or Kirby Smart? Can you recreate that story? What was that like? Did anybody have anything interesting to say? I mean, honestly, like they—they they both were. They told you about. They both were excited, so like you know, it meant a lot to me. Like you know, coming to my hometown school, and like making both of the coaches happy, like knowing they got a dog coming. Lavasi, <laughs> yeah, I know we lots of times people want to ask, and is there somebody in particular that you think would be a great kind of partner or teammate for you, much like Gurley and Marshall, or you know, James Cook and Zamir White, or even. You know, obviously, Nick Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle. Is there a guy out there in this class that you think would be an ideal running mate for you at Georgia? Well, honestly, I haven't even, like, looked into it. I just be thinking about my um, man, Katron Allen, like, in 22, uh, 22 class. Yeah. Tell, me, tell everybody about Katron, man. If you were if you had to be a scout for Katron, I mean, he's got one of the best nicknames in the game. They call him Fat Man. Fat, fat Man. Well, where does Fat Man come from right there? I don't even know where Fat Man came from. Like, everybody just started calling him. I mean, I guess he said his name was um, Fat Man. I guess he used to be fat or something like that when he was little. So, like, everybody just started calling him that. So, like, we just went on with nickname, too. <laughs> um, it's just pretty funny here. Uh, Lavoisier, we've got uh, we've got a one of your future teammates joining in here on the feed. He has a question. He wants to know if you're cool. That would be David Daniel, Double D. He wants Man. To know he wants yeah, to know if you're cool, cool with sharing some of your touches with him at Georgia. Oh, tell him whatever, man. He, he know how we get down. Um, <laughs> he says he calls you my dog. He said he already knew you were coming to the class. Yes, sir. Um, Lavasi, um, I'm going to talk to everybody on YouTube now. I'm going to talk to everybody on Facebook. So if you guys got a question for Lavasier. Hit us with it. Uh, Antoine Middleton says he loves your Georgia accent. 
Thanks. Uh, a lot of people want to know what they're, what's there to do in Warrington, Georgia. How would you describe that? Man, not a thing. Not a thing. <laughs> Nothing. Um, everybody's saying good evening. Uh, some people have said pass Le Levasier in the feed already. I think they're having fun with that. Uh, basically, people say there's a lot of farmers in Warrington, Georgia. Basically, that all you're going to see, like, fields, that all you're going to see. <laughs> the last thing, what was it like when you scored your first touchdown? Do you remember that? So, like, in what? At IMG or, like, yeah. What would you call your most memorable touchdown? I guess your first one at IMG was pretty big. Well, the, my first, my memory, I would say Lincoln County, because that's, like, the game, it was, like, the game, we, the game we made history, because we, our first time beating them in, like, 47 years. So, like, I scored, like, a touchdown. Like, I think tied the game, or we put us up. So that part, like, it was like we were on the five yard line. It was fourth and it was fourth and goal on five yard line. So like they threw it to me, and I had like I had to like hit the dude and like fall in the end zone. So that was like probably one of the best. Fourth thing. Well, your first touchdown was was a catch out of the backfield, huh? It, well, it was my first touchdown. It was like the one like that meant the most to me. That's pretty interesting because you're going to be an all-purpose back at Georgia in that offense a lot. Everybody's going to get more catches. Yes, sir. You beat those mighty Red Devils. Oh, yeah. Uh, lots of comments. Jonathan Kaysen says, hard worker. Welcome to uh, – welcome, welcome, big dog. Uh, wanted a uh, question from Randy Hall. They want to know what's your major. You thought about your major yet in college football? Yeah, I plan on major in uh, engineering, construction engineering. Wow. Um, bunch of questions popping in. Hunter Tyree wants to know – What's the major difference between IMG and even the and, and an average high school or you know, even a great high school? What do you think the differences are? I mean, I guess like the college feeling like IMG is like basically like college. It's just like you in high school. And I guess that practice work every day is what really gets you sharp, right? You're going to get somebody good every day, right? Yeah, yeah. And competition, like best competition. Uh, Travis Hall says, uh, great young man. Glad he is a dog. Uh, Chris Smith says, love to see good old Georgia boys deciding to rep the G. Yes, Stay sir. Committed, work hard and have fun. I can't wait to watch you between the hedges. Uh, Lavasi, you know, when you're going to take your official, you got a game in mind for this fall. Or are you going to do it after the season? Like most guys do. Well, I'll probably do it during the season. Like if like I posted it on my fish during the summer, but like, if it don't like clear up, I'm going to be during the season. And I don't know which game. It probably be. I don't even know which game. Like, I never like looked into it yet. Uh man, Lavasier, these guys are getting giving us a lot of carries here. Uh, Eric Emmett wants to know what's the favorite part of the Georgia campus so far for you. Stanford Stadium. Stanford Stadium. Oh, that's your favorite. You part. can't beat that. Uh, Santiago Dion wants to know. He wants you to share your favorite play you ever made on a football field any grade any level what's your favorite play i would say when we played on at img when we played in miami it was like the first it was the first carry of the game i took it to the house oh, wow were you playing miami central who were you playing northwestern you remember who yeah, you were playing? miami northwestern wow randy hall wants to know uh he's got your nickname right he says lc who's your favorite georgia running back deandre swift swift huh Yes, sir. You see a lot of wrinkles in his game that, that are part of your game, too. Is that the type of player you think you can be? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, Antoine Middleton wants to know, well, I guess this is the same answer. Is there anybody else out there besides Swift that you model your game after? Man, I would say, like, I would say Swift, probably a little Todd Gurley. Little Todd Gurley. Were you picking out some good ones? Um, I got a question. What's that group chat like? Who's the funniest man in that group chat? Who's the most determined recruiter? Who's the guy that's always cracking jokes? I would say – I feel like David Daniel, like the funny one, like he, you know, he, he the funny guy, man. He like the cool cat, laid back, you know, like cut jokes stuff. And probably like series one, all of us like take like when it comes to recruiting, like series, like oh yeah, we need him, let's do it. If there was one guy in the chat that everybody thinks the class needs the most right now, who would you say that would be? I would say Omaris. Omaris, yeah. You know, funny story about Micah. I know you know Micah a little bit. So he's got a 420-pound bench press and a 475 GPA. Think about that for a second. How many dudes that you know can do either of those things? Yeah, not a lot. <laughs> he, uh, he said he can get 225 28 times right now. Mm. And he does that close grip bench press too, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's go to YouTube. A bunch of questions on YouTube. Uh, Real Boss wants to know uh, – he, he, do you consider yourself a speed back? And what do you think your current 40 time is right now? Well, I can, yeah, I consider myself a um, speed back. And last time I ran my foot on laser, it was um, so 4357. I mean, a 435. Got some smoke on that. Uh, Bank Six wants to know since you go to ING, it's, is it difficult or pretty easy to root for the high school you would be playing for if you still lived in Georgia? Are you a guy that's still rooting, rooting hard for those devils? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm always a Devin Hart. I think I've noticed you've been able to work out basically with some of your former teammates, right, to stay sharp? Yes, sir. And that's pretty cool how they've still kind of welcomed you in as a kid from the same block, right? Yes, sir. Um, Mark Morris lives very close to IMG Academy, and he's going to get over to see you play this fall. Uh, man, a bunch of people popping in. Uh who is your favorite defense? This is from Cyrus and Knox Bowen. Uh, who is your favorite defensive player on Georgia right now? Favorite defensive player? I would say Nolan, uh, Nolan Smith. Came the IMG, IMG too. Yes, sir. IMG connection, huh? Yes, sir. When you guys get there on campus together or at a game, you'll have to take that picture together, right? Oh, yeah. Then we got Warren, too. Warren Brinson. Yep. Did you know those guys well at all when you were when you were there? Or did you, did you even cross paths with them at all? Well, knowing Smith, like, I didn't know, like, he went at ING when I got there. But, you know, when I went to the games, like, we met up and stuff like that. But um, Warren, like, yeah, we were uh, very cool. Two Georgia boys, right? Yes, sir. Uh, somebody's having fun with us, uh, Lavasier. They say, R.A. Blair, 1966. They say, wow, four three five. Do you think you can get that down to four two five? Question mark, question mark. Just curious. Yes, sir. That, that's a, that's a, you get it under four three. That's that's about as fast as it gets, probably. Uh, what do you need to work on your speed training? Is there anything special you do? I mean, nothing special. It, honestly, it's natural. Like, it would be completely honest. It's natural. Levasseur, I want to. I, I notice sometimes you got those bands on your wrist right there. Well, can you tell us a story about a few of those, or any of those mean something special to you? Um, no, nah, I just wham. They just cool. Yes, sir. You have a G band. You have an IMG oh, yeah. band. Yeah. 
Yeah, I got um George Band, and I got like a um this is like a, um like Bible verses on here. Uh-huh. Like this is another George Band. We ain't gonna talk about this band right here. I just still got it on. We ain't gonna shut out. But this is another <laughs> Georgia Band. Uh, and I guess how many of those Georgia bands do you got? That one on your other on your other arm, that big thick one. How many of those do you have? I just got two of these. Like really, I give all of them away. Cause I for S form, so I give them away. What's your favorite piece of Georgia gear you got? You got a hoodie, you got a sweatshirt, you got some shorts. What's your favorite piece of Georgia gear right now? I mean, I want to say I ain't even got no Georgia gear. If we're being honest, I never like stacked up on that yet. But I just got a keychain and probably like some bands. Well, I see. What was it like? You weren't there for the Notre Dame game, I know, because you were playing. I think, but when you saw that night crowd and everything, what went through your mind? <laughs> Man, it was amazing. I was like, I can't wait to get here. Like, like that's just probably like the best feeling ever right now. And folks, this is how much this guy likes Georgia. This loves Georgia. He was there for the South Carolina game, former South Carolina commitment. And then you came back. What was your next game? Was that the cold Texas A&M game? Is that right? Yeah, I came back. To, yeah, I came back to Texas A&M game. <laughs> so those probably weren't the most postcard or beautiful times to come into Sanford Stadium and watch a game. But it's it sounds like you still really enjoyed being there all the same. Yes, sir. All right, guys, just a couple more minutes with Levice. We sure appreciate his time. Looks like he's got some family time going on there as well. Uh, just chill. Levice, you got a show that you're watching or something that you've watched and you love that maybe you wouldn't have been watching right now without the coronavirus? I mean, honestly, like, I just get on Netflix and just look around. Like, I never, like, just, like, just, like, you know, whatever show I like, find, I read, like, the detail to it. And if I, if, if it sounds good, I watch it. And, like, it has to turn out to be good. What's the best two or three shows you've watched recently? Probably Outer Banks. It on Netflix on TV show on what else? I started watching QB One, even though I watched all of them. I just like you know got bored and just started watching that. And probably like let me see, um, I can't even think of them, but like no probably main two right there. Well, I say who's the biggest Georgia fan in your family? Big. I got I got a lot of them. I got a lot <laughs> all of them. And how far away is it from your door to Georgia? How long is that? An hour, and, an hour and 20. Hour and 20, huh? Yes, sir. All right, guys. Hey, uh, join me. Join everybody here and say thank you to Lavassier. Give him a shout out before we go. Lavassier, sure appreciate you getting the chance to hang out with everybody here on uh, Before the Hedges. Won't be long and all this stuff will be in your rearview mirror. You'll be a bulldog between the hedges. But, uh, hey, man, sure hope you stay safe. Sure hope your family stays safe. And, we really appreciate you spending some time with us tonight. Yes, sir. Take it easy, Lavasia. You too. Go dogs. <laughs> All right, guys. There you have it. Lavasia Carroll. And you know what? That's pretty cool. We got Double D David Daniel in there on the uh, on the chat on the chat as well, asking him about carries, laughing and everything else like that. Look at that. We had a chance to get some uh uh, 2021 dog on dog questions. I think that was the first question we read on uh, Before the Hedges tonight. All right, guys, uh, we started out with Lavoisier all over the program in the first 25 minutes or so. Now we're going to transition to some of our normal staples in the program. We're going to uh, we're going to move forward with a couple of things. But first of all, I want to thank everybody uh, at Kroger and their continued sponsorship of our show. Uh, each and every week, Kroger, they continue to be community heroes, doing things in our community to help us all kind of feel somewhat normal. Um, they've done some Roundup, 
totals in the past. They've done some special Easter things. They've done some um, great in terms of giving some safety precautions and organizing their store, making sure everybody feels comfortable when they're doing their shopping. Um, but right now, Kroger through May the 31st has Kroger pickup. Kroger free pickup is probably one of the biggest things they're doing right now. It lets you shop online and choose a pickup time that's convenient for you. Kroger will carefully pick your order and bring it out to your vehicle when you arrive. Everybody remembers the days of those click lists and everything else like that. And Kroger, always, uh, for all your grocery needs, whenever you got to go make a quick run in your community, something's light in your pantry and you're grilling out, you need some seasonings, you need some steaks, uh, you need to go find. We had to get some vanilla extract the other day in my house because we were looking for some we're trying to make some of those good old-fashioned, like Mama and Papa used to make, those, those old-fashioned milkshakes. We had to go make a Kroger run to get all that done. Uh, moving on in our show, guys, let's take a look at the Georgia 2021 commitments. I believe Georgia ranks number 17 overall right now with their seven commitments in the 2021 class. Uh, some, of the, some of the ratings have went up and down over the last few weeks for our guys. Let's start with five-star quarterback Brock Vandergriff. It's about 6'3", 205, doing a lot of recruiting, doing a lot of recruiting right now, trying to build that class. Of course, that edit uh, that we wrote about on dognation.com included uh, Amarius Mims, but it also had Brock Vandergriff and his number 12 in the foreground. Second highest commitment on the board is Micah Morris. We mentioned him earlier. He of the 420-pound bench press and the 475 GPA, still rated as the nation's number 11 tackle. Number 71 overall, David Daniel. We heard his name earlier in our program. Number four athlete in the country, number 81 overall. But, folks, we can dismiss with all that athlete stuff. That young man's going to be a defensive back, going to be a safety for Charlton Warren and the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, number four on the list right now is Lavoisier Carroll, number 123 overall. That makes him the number eight running back in the country. Thought it was pretty funny how Lavoisier even said that he doesn't even pay attention to rankings anymore. Uh, number five on the commitment list is Jonathan Jefferson. He projects to being a defensive tackle in this class. 6'4", 270. He's rated as a strong side defensive end. Number 140 overall. His ratings have gone up a little bit over the last few weeks. And, folks, if you don't know this little bit of trivia about Jonathan Jefferson, his dad once fought Vitaly. Klitschko for the World Heavyweight Championship. I believe it was for the WBO title. His father was a professional heavyweight boxer. He was good enough to fight for the title belt. Uh, the latest commitment on the list is outside linebacker Elijah Judy. He's out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Guys like um, DeAndre Swift, Mark Webb, those are Philly dogs um, as well. You've got a great pedigree right now, great history of, you know, Akil Crumpton as well, of guys that came from Philadelphia and that have now starred at, on the fields of Sanford Stadium for the Georgia Bulldogs. And finally, you got Marlon Dean. He's the only three-star in the class out of Elbert County, Elberton, Georgia. About 6'5", 265, nation's number 25 defensive tackle, uh, number 428 overall, uh, Marlon Dean. Actually, ironically, he's the only three-star in Georgia's class right now. Uh, you've got a program like Tennessee, which is grabbing a lot of the headlines right now with their 18 commitments. Uh, Tennessee has 18 commitments. They've got 12 three stars in their class. Um, switching gears, guys. Uh, another staple of our show each week. We're going to roll through our top targets. 
and there has been much consternation and much change of late uh, with our top targets. You're going you're to see three new names here on the list this week. You're going to see the maybe a couple of names or two that might be missing. That's simply how we feel. Things are evolving right now with the Georgia 2020 uh, recruiting class at this time or maybe even the board and how everything looks like right now in terms of those guys that uh, have mutual mutual interest in Georgia, strong interest in Georgia. Georgia has strong interest in them. Uh, without further ado, let's kick off this week's list with Nylon Green. That's the four-star cornerback out of Covington, Georgia. Newton High School, that's the home of uh, J.J. Holloman. Nylon Green is an in-state corner. I believe he's rated by 24-7 sports. Not the composite, but as 24-7 sports is the nation's number three corner. Uh, moving right along, number 12, Dion Colsey out of Athens Academy. Decommitted from Notre Dame right before all this coronavirus stuff went down. Uh, Dion Colsey is a big-time receiver, about six foot four in the 2021 class. He's out of Athens Academy. Number 11, that's the first of our new names this week. That is four-star linebacker Xavier Sori Jr. out of Graceville, High School in Graceville, Florida, to play some outside linebacker, inside linebacker, terrific athlete on the court. Uh, it's about six foot four, about 230 pounds. Uh, Georgia and Alabama seem to be in it really big there for him. And you see him entering the, entering the top targets list as a linebacker for his adaptability in the class. Uh, next up, and this is a huge name, that would be the number one player in the country right now. The recent decommitment that would be. From Clemson, that would be Corey Foreman out of Corona, California. Corona, California, if you guys can believe that. He was the MVP of the opening finals last year out in Texas, even though he was a junior, higher rated than a guy like Gervon Dexter, higher rated than a guy like Brian Brzee out of Clemson as well. Um, six foot five, about 245, 250, recently decommitted from Clemson. Um, nation's number one overall prospect for this class. If you guys have been following some of the some of the chatter, I'll use the brand, Brandon Adams term, the online chatter around social media has um, lots of commitments, lots of current Georgia players reaching out or maybe just tweeting and retweeting some of the comments about Corey Foreman. And then this guy, Mason Smith, out of, out of Louisiana, Terrenbone High School, five-star defensive tackle, Mason Smith. Um, he's in a group chat every day with the Georgia football staff. Uh, Mason Smith is a guy. We're going to put his name on the list because there's certainly some energy and some mojo right there between Georgia trying to get both of the, these young men on campus. Uh, Mason Smith has never visited Georgia. Corey Foreman did visit Georgia when, when he was out last year. Um, got a chance to visit uh, Alabama, Georgia, and Clemson all on the same trip. Uh, one of the things Corey Foreman has told me in the past about Georgia is he likes that they were able to bring the number one overall player in Nolan Smith into the program, uh, showcasing an athlete like that. He loves what Nolan Smith has done on film. So be very interesting when Georgia gets that official visit from guys like Corey Foreman and uh, Mason Smith. Now, remember, those two five stars, the elite defensive linemen in this class, they do want to take their official visits together. They have some mutual schools in mind. Uh, the only school that they don't have in mind is they don't have – Clemson in mind so you're going to see like USC LSU Alabama Georgia you should look for those two guys to make a lot of those visits together and for Mr. Smith out of Louisiana I would look for the work of one Scott Cochran to start making a dividend right there that's probably going to be 
one of those guys that uh, Scott Cochran is going to work on as well for this class, even though the area recruiter for New Orleans might be Cortez Hankton, uh, the wide receivers coach. Basically, every coach at the University of Georgia is going to be working hard on those two guys right now. Um, the next name on the list, we went down to number eight. That's Dylan Fairchild out of West Forsyth in Cumming, Georgia. Impressive wrestler. He's going to make his top, I believe it's his top six schools. He's going to announce his top six schools on May the 8th. So that will be coming very shortly. He's going to take his official visits. I wouldn't look for Dylan Fairchild to make his commitment anytime soon. He's one of those guys that's very likely going to make his official visits before he makes his decision. Uh, the next slide, the next few names on the list, one through seven. Number seven is Terrence Ferguson. He was also uh, tagged in that tweet from Brock Vandergriff about protection with Amarius Mims uh, out of Peach County, Fort Valley, Georgia. Uh, Georgia's been recruiting Terrence Ferguson for a very long time. One of those guys that can slide over and play either tackle or guard for the Georgia program. Number six, that's another name that's going up this week. That is Dallas Turner. Dallas Turner recently told Dog Nation that Alabama has a slight lead on the Bulldogs. Basically, the reason why is maybe it's a trophy case lead on the Bulldogs right now in terms of the NFL draft pipeline from Tuscaloosa, but also simply it's just the championships that Nick Saban has stacked up during his time in Tuscaloosa. Smile Munden out of Dallas, Georgia. That's Paulding County. He was another one of those guys that got an edit that was distributed out across social media by the Georgia commitments this week. Uh, four uh, five-star linebacker, Shmile Munden, about a 48-inch triple jumper, quick, speedy runs, plays running back, plays inside linebacker for his high school team, the Patriots of Paulding County. Number four is Donovan Edwards. That's the guy Dog Nation is pointing to as the ideal running mate for Lavoisier Carroll in this class. He's out of Michigan. I think the biggest contenders there for, Lava for Lavoisier's potential future running mate would be uh, – Michigan, Georgia, maybe a little bit of Penn State, but those are the schools to watch out for there with Donovan Edwards. Number three is the aforementioned Mims Monster out of uh, Blakely County in Cochran, Georgia. I think he's moved all the way up to the nation's number six overall prospect on the 24-7 sports composite ratings. Number two, James Williams, who wrote about him this week. We spoke about him a lot last week for what he can do. Uh, basically, he gets a do-it-all player. He can do a lot of things. Uh, one of those guys that can stay on the field against tempo offenses. He could play a safety. He could play a slot corner. He could play the money. He could play the star. He could be in a dime. He could play some outside linebacker on the edge. He could come down and fly downhill and do some run support at about six foot four, about 218 pounds. Georgia, Alabama, Clemson are the leaders, are the teams to watch there. And Georgia continues to sit in a very enviable position for James Williams. Uh, number one on the list for again for another week. I think it's probably eight or nine in a row. That's Tony Grimes out of Virginia Beach, Virginia. Did everybody see that social media, that tweet that tweet he sent out? Pretty viral about his workouts right now, what he's doing to stay in shape. That would be one. Uh, Tony Grimes, the nation's number one cornerback for this class. And if we're, we're looking back at those top targets list, take a look at this. It goes cornerback, safety, offensive tackle, running back, inside linebacker, outside linebacker. Offensive line, offensive line, defensive tackle, defensive end, um, inside linebacker, wide receiver, and cornerback. That's the emphasis right now that we see in the class. If we had to go a couple more names. I think I would probably put uh, maybe Brock Bowers at number 14 on the list for our top targets. And if I had to stretch it out to number 15, I might include um, include a guy that, you know, you see a name that um, 
up and down a little bit. You see a name uh, up and down a little bit. Might even be Jajon Warren, the junior college cornerback out of uh, Lackawanna in Pennsylvania. That's a name that I would think about there as well. Maybe maybe Quentin Somerville out in Arizona. Also Chaz Chambliss as well. Those are your top targets right now for the week of uh, May the 6th. Hope everybody's doing well out there. You guys just joining us, you missed about a good 20-minute interview rep, 25-minute interview rep with Lavoisier Carroll out of the 2020 class, 2021 recruiting class. Told us he'd already been silently committed to Georgia for some time before he dropped that announcement. All right, everybody, Q&A time. Guys, you got a question? Anything you want to talk about regarding Georgia recruiting? Uh, we're going to hit the brakes on the six-pack this week. We've given you a lot of six-packs lately. Uh, this week, I'm going to open up it for a little bit more time in our program tonight for more time with Lavasia and Carol that we had earlier in our show and also more time for questions and answers. You got a question? Hit me with it. and We'll see what we can do to answer it. Key folds. Uh, some people are worrying about recruiting rankings, guys. The staff going to be a top one, top two, top three class in this class. Clemson and uh, Ohio State are going to be formidable. is uh, going to have a lot of more, a lot, a lot bigger commitments, but I do think Georgia is going to be right there as well. Teresa Pope makes a comment about um, Tony Grimes. We would love to see Tony Grimes wearing the red and black from Chesapeake, Virginia. Uh, Chris Topol, definitely Georgia can finish in the top three this year. I'm going to be stunned. I'm going to call it stunned, bewildered, shocked, discombobulated, and surprised if Georgia is – if Georgia ever finishes outside of the top three with a guy like Kirby Smart. Um, Randy Hall wants to know about Noah Josie. Noah Josie's out of Tennessee. We wrote about him this week. He's one of those guys when you, you start adding, is, would he be the fifth offensive lineman in this class? Uh, when I'm putting together the top 15 names for this class, uh, including two of those um, two of those out there, um, Buck Samads, do some of that. A Clay Webb, do some of that George Pickens type work for names like Mason Smith and Corey Foreman. Um, I think Noah Josie would probably be right around, you know, 15, 16, and 17. Remember, Georgia's already got seven commitments in this class. They're already counting um, Trey McKitty and uh, Jared Circle towards the 2021 class as well. A couple things I want to hit on, guys, during our program tonight is uh, kind of a couple things I'm hearing. Uh, I would not imagine that there would be, if I was a betting man, uh, thankfully I'm not, uh, I would probably not expect to see any recruits on campus uh, doing any sort of visiting uh, until mid-August because, you remember, the players got to get in, players got to acclimate, players got to be practicing before I bet recruits will be allowed in the NCAA. That's something to think about. Um, I don't think there will be any evaluation or prospect camps. Remember those slip and slides of the years past? Remember the scavenger hunt Georgia used to do? Uh, the ribbon cutting the year before from the West End Zone. A lot of these marquee, memorable events that were seismic in terms of Georgia landing some of these elite players just aren't going to be attainable this year in this cycle, I do not believe. Um, another thing to think about is when recruiting starts, it'll be very interesting because if you read a lot of the stories out right now in the SEC and the Big Ten and the Big 12, might play by different rules than other parts of the country might um, be very interesting because here's one thing that's going through my mind. If California or Nevada or Arizona 
or any state in the union um, is not allowing uh, visitors on their campuses, if those states aren't open per se, how can you have visitors going to a Georgia and Alabama or a Clemson when other schools in the NCAA football bowl subdivision are not allowed to do so? I think it was going to have to be a universal green light for a lot of these prospects to come back on campus because you can't have the advantage of one school being able one school being able to host recruits while others cannot uh that's something to think about right there uh william gleaton uh got a question he says do i see recruits staying closer to home going forward <clears throat> i i kind of think um what's happening now and i'm going to call them coronavirus or covid commitments I don't know what things will look like. And anybody that says they do, I don't know what things are going to look like come September or August. I think a lot of guys have taken commitments. As There was a stat, I think it was shared by Bud Elliott of 24-7 Sports, where he looked at um, the amount of commitments that have been made through May the 6th right now is the same amount through this point of the recruiting calendar as what happened in 2018 and 2019 combined. So you see a lot more guys committing, a lot more guys committing without visits, a lot more schools that are accepting commitments without um, senior tape or seeing them at spring practice or seeing them in camps to see how well they run. I think that'll be very interesting. I think you're going to have a – we've had a huge commitment season right now so early, and the only natural uh, market reaction to that would be a huge decommitment season once a lot of things kind of shift towards they used to be. Colleen Dahl Cavanaugh, that's an alliterative name. Uh, since DeAndre Swift and J.R. Reed have left the program, who do I think will take over as the best dressed player? Wow, that's a meaty question right now. If we're still giving away 50, $50 gift cards for groceries, we might use that one. Uh, Colleen, I'm going to say a name like Jake Skoll comes to mind because he was a former baseball player for the for the Rangers and White Sox, I believe. He cashed a million-dollar signing bonus. He's always got these patriotic he's got tartan he's got um really cool colors really cool looks now he's a preferred walk-on he's almost 23 24 25 years old but i think jake's a guy that comes to mind nicobe dean definitely comes to mind if you guys saw some of those red jackets with the black lapels he was breaking out with the shoes uh, he's a guy that i would think would be on the best dress to watch list i think nolan smith and trayvon walker are a pair of guys that uh, keep it very businesslike and keep it very classy with what they're doing right there as well. Those are some of the names that will come to mind because, you know, J.R. Reed, what he used to do, Jake's, I mean, and then, then you've got DeAndre Swift, what he used to do. That best dress list for all those dog walks is going to have to get a new, a, a few new breakout, a few new impact players there for sure. Uh, Teresa Pope. Yes, I do feel Corey Foreman does have interest in Georgia. Mike Zandiasi wants to know, he feels that Georgia is favored to land uh, Bowers, but is Georgia going to take two tight ends in this class? Well, the Brock to Brock connection would be interesting. Uh, I think, I think, I think, I think Brock Bowers just gives Georgia something they definitely don't have in the program, that, that hybrid 4-5 type guy with some 6'3", 235 size. He's also a tremendous football player. Uh, he averaged something like 27 yards per catch. He's caught 31 touchdown passes his, his previous two seasons. Now, of course, he's playing out in wine country in Napa. 
Uh, but it'd be very interesting because I think Brock Bowers wants to make his decision during his season and after his officials. And yet uh, Maliki Matabao, Matabao out of Nevada, who has some roots in the state of Georgia, wants to make his decision a lot sooner, like in May, by May or June. Be very interesting to see what happens when uh, if uh, one of those is ready to commit earlier than the other. William Gleaton wants to know how many ILBs and OLBs does Georgia look to bring in. William, I think Georgia's going to take two ILBs and two OLBs and then maybe a hybrid inside-outside linebacker as well. Georgia's already got one outside linebacker committed in the class in Elijah Judy. See what YouTube, YouTube got any questions today? John Adams agrees with me. He likes that. Uh, Nicobe Dean will be best dressed. That guy really has a lot of style. Uh, I've been knowing him for a couple of years now. I know his his family really well, is really well at the same time. Definitely, uh, image really matters to that young man. Matthew Bearfield. Hey, appreciate that. He's just basically uh, uh, giving us a shout out for having, which I feel, I know Brandon feels the same way, two of the very, Two of the very coolest jobs in the world, and I think the uh, the amount of um, passion we display uh, for it is because we realize that. Yeah, Mark Morris wants to know about Fat Man, actually. Uh, the guy is a really good running back. Uh, Katron Alley is a 2022 running back. He's already got an offer from Georgia. Uh, kind of more of the Thunder Lightning type. He'd have to be with Fat Man. I know – you hear a name like Fat Man, and you think, okay, Catron Allen, his buddy, when uh, Lavassier is about 6'1", 195, 200, and he's ripping off high four threes and running 10 three fives, uh, you, you start thinking, you know, that guy must be a bowling ball. It must be about 5'9", 255. He's actually a very interesting running back. Very, very good take, very good film, and he earned an offer from Georgia in his own right. Uh, Yannick. Uh, Kazadi wants to know what position would Corey Foreman play in the Georgia defense. Corey Foreman would be an upgrade at the uh, strong side defensive end. I think Malik Herring was a guy that you look about an ideal guy to come in and try and kind of replace that elite play from Malik Herring. I think Corey Foreman would be able to do that. Uh, Justin Bradley wants to know what's up with Barrett Carter. I think that's the thing going on right now. As you see, Clemson just picked up a great, a commitment yesterday and five-star all-purpose back Will Shipley. Um, it certainly does appear that Barrett Carter is no longer, um, you, know, you know, go back a couple of months ago, it certainly seemed like Barrett Carter was going to wind up at Georgia, but now schools like Clemson and Auburn are very much in the fray right there. And uh, it'll be very interesting to see how much longer Barrett Carter stays uncommitted. Elite GB, man. Hey, hope everything's going great. What's everybody eating for dinner tonight? And, folks, let's do this. I know there's some gentlemen on this feed. I know there's some people. I know we got some five-star moms on this feed. I believe in people helping people. People helping people. Mother's Day is coming up. If you had to enter a contest for the best Mother's Day gift, you can suggest to all these Dog Nation fellas out there or that you can share with all these Dog Nation dads out there. Hit it up. Drop that in the chat right now because the, the husband's life, the wife you make, you make happy may even be your own. And go back to Facebook for a few more questions. Uh, 
We got some tacos from uh, Zeth Martin Thomas. Uh, Chad Buchanan's having some salmon and crab. Is that sushi roll or is that just separate salmon and crab? Uh, Mike Zambiasi has steak, eggs, and hash browns. Uh, Eric Benefred. I don't know about the facility, actually. I'm sure that uh, construction is trying to progress, but maybe maybe not as much as it could. Maybe it could maybe pro- construction went a lot faster when they didn't have to work around spring practice taking place in April for Georgia as well. The target is a lot of those guys will get to experience um, the 2021 class will get to experience. I think I think that completion date I thought was summer of 2021 for that. One of the things I wanted to, when I wrote about this week, uh, writing about uh, something later tonight on Dog Nation, it's going to be about virtual visits. What, what what exactly are those? Everybody kind of has something in their pictured in their head about what a vi- virtual visit will be. Is that some guy on the back of a golf cart with a monopod with some shaky video, just saying, "Here's the weight room, here's the locker room, here's the meet room, here's the campus." It's actually quite not like that and we're going to write about that on dog nation soon as well one of the things i thought was interesting on the subject of that facility and the uh, new practice facility and the new team um, headquarters facility meeting room weight room and all that stuff dining room i think one of the things that came to mind was um a guy like noah josie who we mentioned earlier in our show who wants to uh be a banking and finance major has an eye on wall street and investments one of the things that he the thing that he thought you know, you don't hear this a lot from a lot of recruits. That's why Noah out of Brentwood Academy was a very sharp interview. Is he said uh, the thing that he likes best about Georgia is the uh, commitment, and he called it the all-in of the program. And what that meant is the he looks at that building going up. He looks at the West End Zone. He looks at Georgia's uh, facilities that are already good and getting better. And he is fully fully aware that that is donor funded. A lot of that, a lot of those projects are donor funded. And when he sees a, a program that's pouring as much uh, passion and dollars and checks into the program, uh, he thinks that is a very cool thing and a very potentially a very cool thing to be a part of. All right, everybody, Dog Nation. It's been another Wednesday Night Live. Uh, sure appreciate everybody hanging out. Sure appreciate everybody joining us. Remember, Try and help those folks in that um, in our feeds today. If you guys have a five-star Mother's Day gift, maybe you're going to think about massages. Maybe you're going to think about um, some sort of um, confetti cake. Maybe you're going to think about a photo book. Maybe you're going to think about um, cool dress from her favorite store, nice pair of wedges, whatever you got up your sleeve. If you got a good thing in mind, uh, Dog Nation ladies, if you got something to help out, maybe some of those two-star uh, Mother's Day gift buying dads out here on the feed, please share that. I bet you guys can get a lot of those cool things even at your local Kroger. Maybe a nice bottle of wine, maybe a bunch of steaks on the grill. Um, do something. You know, a lot of people would certainly appreciate it when you got a lot of guys. And I, I really do pity the guys. One of my best friends, he's got, a, I believe he's got an anniversary this week. And he's also got Mother's Day this week to shop for in the middle of quarantine and staying at home and coronavirus. So I'm sure the Amazon packages are going to pile up in front of his house as well. Uh, 
Cynthia Corin, uh, thanks for hanging out. Uh, Jarvis Hanna, hey man, thanks for hanging out. Hope that new Facebook group is uh, going strong. Uh, David Wayne Carroll makes a point about Tony Grimes, that number one corner, the number one safety to lock down uh, passing games. Uh, Adrian Hill brings out a nice pot set. Everybody loves those really nice cookware as well. Just don't be the guy that gets your wife a vacuum cleaner. Uh, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. All right, everybody. I want to say thanks to YouTube. I want to say thanks to uh, Dog Nation Facebook. It's been another Wednesday night live as usual. Just joining us. You just got home. Just got your food off the grill. Just relaxing now. Go back to this chat. Go back to the first of the chat. And you got 25 good minutes or so with four-star Georgia running back commitment, Lavassier Carroll. Lavassier is the latest addition to that RBU, RBU fraternity between the hedges in Athens. Speaking of between the hedges, I'd like to thank everybody for joining us on another Before the Hedges. I want to thank everybody at Kroger. Remember, Kroger click list, Kroger pickup. You can do all your shopping online, and you can pull up, and they'll have your order waiting for you, including those really uh, impressive Mother's Day meal gifts and whatever else you might have in mind. For Jeff Sintel and everybody else from Dog Nation, I want to thanks, say thanks to everybody for hanging out tonight. Thanks for all your questions. Thanks for all your time. And we'll see everybody again real Let's soon. Go. I'm a bulldog. So George, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never settle.